Welcome to the Everyday Eagles Podcast, the show for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Now here's your hosts, Blake Houston and Chuck McCraney. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles Podcast. You may recognize for our listeners who's been listening to us since the beginning, that intro um, from several, several years ago, our good friend, Mr. Brandon Kirk, did that for us, for myself and Blake Houston. And I'm sorry to disappoint, but Blake Houston is not on the show tonight. Uh, I'll, I'll introduce you to my co-host, who I think you may know in a little bit. But um, Golden Eagle Nation, we want to send a shout out to Amanda Kirk and Parker Kirk. Uh, Brandon, the voice on that introduction, passed away. Um, a day or two ago and we just wanted to pay a little tribute to him thankful for everything he did for us he did that for free um one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet uh so say a prayer um today tonight for amanda and parker as they uh start to live life without their husband and and dad so uh shout out to the kirk family shout out brandon definitely flying high now so um, but let me bring in that lovable co-host of mine that looks like he's ready for an Arctic blizzard or something over at his house, Mr. Lane Brady. What's up, Lane? I'm not Blake Houston, but you I am prepared. <laughs> you are not Blake Houston. <laughs> I'm not as savvy as Blake. Blake's got that, you know, that kind of feel around him that like savvy dude feel no i totally and like i love talking to blake because it doesn't matter what you're going through you just feel a hundred times better after talking to blake he like, he's man. got a smooth voice yes he does he's like he should be on radio or something very you know? millennial or maybe you know? a preacher i don't know yeah like millennial? he could talk his way to millennials well you know what i'm saying yeah like just, maybe hey guys you know i don't have that but yes i am bundled up chuck because it is absolutely freezing outside and i'm up here in my office at my house currently and there's no heat in here he's too cheap to turn the heat on upstairs i don't know there is no heat up here in this one room this is the only room in my house that doesn't have heat but it's also the only room in my house i can get away from kids so here i am i got you (laughs) i got you well that's cool that's cool well uh I think you brought a guest on tonight, man. I'm excited that we're kind of back to these guest shows. Yeah, man, it's been too long. We've let it go too long without bringing on some listener guests. Again, listeners, I'm going to do Pate's job for him right now. (laughs) Reach out to us if you want to come on. We'd love to have you. You, yes, you, listening to the show. We would love to have you on. Uh, But tonight, I bring in on a good buddy of mine, a fellow Golden Eagle basketball supporter, uh, he is literally, I think, at every single Lady Eagles game that I've ever been to. Uh, it is Stone Cold Austin Smith. It didn't roll as good as Steve Austin, but it's Austin Smith. What's up, fellas? Glad to be here. What's up, Austin? What's up, man? Glad to have you on, Austin. So, uh, Chuck, do we remember the questions we ask our listeners every time? Do we even remember? It's been so long. I, I think vaguely. I think I, I think I remember the first two. All right. Do, do the you, honors, Do you Chuck. remember? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll start us off. Number one, Austin, is what makes you an everyday eagle? Man, been an eagle my entire life. My granddaddy came here to 
uh, in the s- late 70s to uh, teach ROTC at USM, and he taught the ROTC program for a long time and raised a bunch of kids here who then raised a bunch of kids here and just all been diehard Eagle fans the whole time. And I went to Southern Miss for the five years, uh, lived on campus for a while, and just never never faded away to to like anybody else but my black and gold and now still a big supporter. That's awesome, man. You always learn something new. I had no idea about the about the ROTC thing. Oh, man, yeah, he did it for a long time. I In one of those buildings... Uh, by the ROTC building. I went in there one time in college and saw some old pictures of him. And, you know, just some ways that you never see your granddaddy. I never saw him in his greens and all the obstacle courses and teaching and everything like that. And so it was very neat. That's cool. That's cool. And Austin, what was your major when you were at Southern Miss? I picked a few, but I ended up landing on construction management. So I was in the body chain building. And did the construction program there. Two thousand uh, graduated two thousand ten. Two thousand ten, Lane. You were what forty? Two thousand ten. No, Chuck. I was not forty. I was. I don't really know how old. Don't make me math right now. <laughs> don't make well, me math. Don't make me math. Well, Austin, what is your favorite Southern Miss moment? It can be sports-related. It can be school-related. Whatever, man. Well, man, I got a bunch of fun school memories from growing up in being in Hickman Hall. So this isn't my favorite memory, but, I mean, we had Katrina come through a week after we started school, and we went back with no power and construction. So living through Katrina at Southern was it was crazy but my biggest Southern Miss moment my favorite was the baseball team in 2009 on the Omaha run whenever we went and played the Super Regionals in Florida and swept them two to nothing and that was the biggest party in Hattiesburg beating those trash talking Gators Gators. taking the team to the World Series. That, that's my moment. And specifically, Game 2 of that Super Regionals against Florida and Gainesville. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was yes. a good one. Oh, man. Hickman Hall, man. Hickman Hall, that's a blast from the past. I lived Ooh. in Hickman Hall, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I that was a guy's dorm. I lived on the third floor and the fourth floor. Yeah, me Lane too, actually man. actually went to school with Hickman so my fr- <laughs> shut up my freshman year I was on the third floor sophomore I was on the fourth I think it's a girls dorm now did That's I hear that wrong man. That was, man that place is legendary man I've seen some crazy stuff walking them halls at night in Hickman yes, Hall yes sir some uh not podcasty stories there <laughs> but yeah some good times in Hickman Hall so um all right, Austin. Now the last thing is just tell us what you're doing now. What are you up to? Uh, tell us about your family, your job, anything like that. Man, uh, active members at Venture Church, love it. I uh, work for one of the Jones companies here locally, doing civil construction, building solar farms all over the all over the United States. Really, so I really enjoy that. Enjoy my coworkers and team there. Uh, family. I got a bunch of family on both sides of the family here in town. So, you know, we're a lot of Hattiesburg folks and 
But my immediate family, I got my wife, Haley. Uh, we've been married for eight years and got my two little girls, ages seven and two, eight, seven and three. And my seven-year-old, just leading into it, of, of the questions, but my 17-year-old is, our se- ugh, my seven-year-old is good friends with. She's seven going on 17. 17, right. Believe me, believe me, it's closer to 17. But Joy Lee McNellison is granddaughter. And my daughter have been in the class, same class for two years and on the same basketball team. So we've developed a, a relationship with them and, and um, uh, part of their family. And it's been great. So that's us. That's work and, and life and just a whole lot of it and busy and kids and trying to keep everybody healthy and trying to gear up for the whole office. We're, we have a big countdown in the office for days till February 16th, uh, first pitch for baseball. So it's it's a good it's a good time. I like this time of year. Yeah, it's a good time of year. Lot to look forward to. So, uh, Chuck, you ready to move on into the holy cow segment? Let's do it, man. I hadn't heard this in so long. Somebody wake Pate up over there. Pate, wake up. Poke the bear. Holy cow! There we go, Chuck. What Golden Eagle athlete made you say holy cow over the past week? Well, I know you're going to make fun of me for this lane, uh, but I'm going to do Probably it Probably anyway. so. Probably it's so. Not, it's not an athlete. It is somebody that I think has been a picture of inspiration, um, not just to the team she coaches or to uh, the school, but the whole community as a whole, because she's never lost her positive attitude. Um, you know that she's probably felt horrible, but she's never let it really show. Um, my my holy cow player so far this year is uh, Joy Lee McNeilis. So I just I have nothing but respect for her and her staff. I think they're doing a, a tremendous job. We'll go into that more later. But the woman is superwoman. I mean, am I wrong? Lane's no. lagging again, I think. Well, I can step in on that. And I, there you go. Also, it's yeah. absolutely unbelievable what she's going through uh-huh. with her chemo and the different treatments and what what her body's going through. And she's still out there giving that team what they got. It's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Austin, what is your holy cow? My holy cow is going to be the recent playing of our, on the women's basketball team, our center, Malaya Grayson. Hattiesburg High School graduate, six foot three, junior. Man, she, from last year to this year, she's just a different person. She was good last year, and I say she's a different person. She is just tearing it up as a leader and an athlete and mobile and rebounds. Uh, shooting free throws i mean her free throw percentage has to be up there with the highest percentage on the team she's been knocking she's been knocking them down but malia grayson is kind of a a quiet you know dom davis and a few others really highlight out there and then Mm -hmm. you look up at the stat sheet and malia grayson's at the top of it in a lot of categories and they play her well they uh she does get into foul trouble because she is a big center but man they play her so well and and she gives it so much and she's so 
If you're proud of Hattiesburg and you love USM, then she's your athlete. Just look at the tattoos all over her arms of her mm-hmm. love for Hattiesburg and Southern Miss and basketball. But so she's my holy cow for the week. Awesome. So Great a choice. fun stat. I'm back, by the way. A fun stat here about Malia Grayson here since we mentioned this. Um. January 11th game against James Madison, she set her season high points with 18. Turn around and play South Alabama that Saturday, and she breaks her previous team high, not team high, her previous season high of points with 24. So Malia has been absolutely on fire the past week here. Um, again, setting two season highs for herself back-to-back, setting at one game, then breaking at the next one. She's really, really found a groove. So that's a good one there. Awesome. I guess I'm up, right, Chuck? You are up, man. All right. My holy cow. I'm going to go with two track and field athletes. That's right. Track and field athletes. The first one. Guys, we had our first meet of the season this past uh, uh, – the. let me see. I don't know the date of it. But we had our first meet recently, and at that meet we had two new school records uh, set by some of our athletes here. So the first one is Trinity Benson uh, set, the, set the school record in the women's 300 meters with a time of 39.03. And then Javel Fullerton in the men's 300 meters set a school record with 34.23 seconds. So that's uh, really, really fast for those of you that know track and field athletes. Um, but, yeah, two school records uh, in the same meet set first meet of the season. I felt like that was holy cow worthy. It definitely made me say holy cow. So congratulations again to Trinity Benson and – Javel Fullerton. Great job. Keep it up. All right, Chuck, we ready to move on to the can't wait segment? I can't wait to do it, man. Can't wait. Chuck, what about this next week makes you say, I just can't wait? Well, I'm going to jump gears a little bit, and I'm going to give my girl uh, Carly and uh, the rest of the baseball staff a shout-out. I can't wait because they're bringing back the first pitch banquet. It's been a long time since we've done that, but February 3rd, y'all, I think tickets go on sale, or they're on sale now, and you got till the 22nd of this month, which is just a few more days to get tickets if you want to go. February 3rd, I think cocktail hour starts at 6. Um, and then Matt Walner's going to be there. Uh, uh, Nick Sandlin's going to be there. The rest of the baseball team's going to be there. Um, so come on out. Tickets are only thirty bucks. That includes a buffet. Um, it's a formal, so dress up. Take your take your girlfriend or your wife or or somebody out for a nice night out of the town, and uh, come support the the Eagles at the first pitch banquet. Are y'all are y'all going, Lane? You're going, aren't you? Yeah, we've already got our tickets and stuff. We go every year. We love it. It's a uh, it's kind of a tradition for us when we go to the first pitch banquet. We know baseball season is officially here. Yeah. We love it. What about you, Austin? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there whenever cocktail hour starts. There you go. There you go. Lane will be at the bar, too. You'll find him three shots in. Yeah. (laughs) What 
Doesn't take right? long, does it? <laughs> am I right that it's kind of a formal thing? Well, you know, jacket, and or am I wrong there? Uh, I haven't really dressed up much in the past, but like business casual. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I haven't gone in a full suit before. No. I mean, I don't go in there in a hoodie and sweatpants either. So, you know, I dress like I'm going to church. <laughs> so. <laughs> about like that I, I didn't know you went to church so that's a plus yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah guys listeners you need to go the first pitch banquet's always a blast it's a good time man uh chuck do you have any information on how they can find that uh yeah you can go to any of the baseball social media pages on twitter uh facebook instagram and the look for the first pitch banquet um little logo and uh you can pay for your tickets online like i said 30 bucks includes a buffet um gonna be a good time i think they're gonna have a silent auction and some other things going on so yeah they let the you get to meet the players they do a silent auction and stuff it's cool man it's it's worth it's well worth 30 bucks so Mm -hmm. listeners you need to go check that out austin what about this upcoming week or next few weeks makes you say you can't wait i cannot wait to see what these lady eagles do the next few weeks in basketball they they're one and four in conference they're struggling to say the least so gonna see how they what happens getting ready for pensacola i mean they got a they got their hands full with a busy schedule the next few weeks and and just getting ready to hopefully run for a few days the whole day the whole thing in that in pensacola in a few weeks so i'm ready i'm ready to see what we got we got a home game tomorrow uh, thursday night we got a home game saturday afternoon so look forward to seeing that and seeing what kind of momentum we may carry to pensacola i'll tell you all sounds telling my wife the other day i wouldn't mind going to pensacola and going to that tournament you've been do though it. right do it yes it's awesome especially tell us kids. about it man the Sun Belt spends a ton of money going to pensacola they want it to be for the whole florida panhandle they and alabama gulf coast they want to bring in as many people down there and they they have the Pensacola, the base, the base center maybe, but it's an awesome arena. I mean, it's perfect size. You're right there on the court. You know, a lot different than Reed Green. They put you a lot closer to the court on on these. And cool invite. It's also just cool to be somewhere where fans are there from the whole entire Sun Belt and talking to different people, waiting outside. Tickets are cheap. I mean, even you talk to people there who are just Pensacola residents who love the event, who come out to watch. Last year, uh, Bubba Watson was in there watching basketball with his kids, and you know, he's, it's uh, they had they have like a fair out, not a fair, but you know, a huge free event hosted by the Sun Belt with just tons of kids' games, all the way from the young young ones to sandboxes and toys, all the way to shooting basketballs and obstacle courses. They even had some things on the like the ramp up to the stadium. Uh, are up to the second level of the arena and they also since it is pensacola pensacola is the home of the blue angels i was about to say i was about to say blue angels or blue wahoos which one you talking about they had a blue (laughs) the sunbelt had the blue angels flight simulator 
in the parking lot that you could get in and it feels no. like it takes you up to like a like a mock speed or something like that so it's real cool how much pride they have to be in the panhandle and to be near the alabama coast and to to serve that community by helping their uh, economy and they the sunbelt gives it right back and it's a really cool event all ages kids have the best time we we had it's just like a Southern Miss home game at Reed Green. We gave the kids a row and a bunch of toys, all the popcorn they could eat, and they had a great time. That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll have to look into getting tickets for that for sure. Oh man, it's it's great to drive down for a day or two and, and watch a few games. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go with my can't wait now. My can't wait is I can't wait to see what our men's basketball team does with a second chance against the Troy Trojans. Now, we just won. We're recording this Wednesday night right after the game ended. Uh, We just won, so we did get a little bit of our swag back here. Um, But we got absolutely thumped by Troy at their place last Saturday. Uh, The final score was 82-56. to Now, we were without a couple of our key scorers. Chuck's going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but we were without some key scorers here. Uh, But, guys, you know, you just look at, like, the numbers from that game at Troy. Troy had four different guys score over 10 points, score double-digit points. I mean, that's, you know, over four different guys hit over 10 points. That's a lot for that game. It's not, you know, I went back and looked at it to see just – was there one player that just went off that we have to stop? No, it was like everybody on the floor was hanging points on this is what it was, you know. Uh, they kind of distributed around, and everybody got in on the action. So we're going to have to have a more focused, sharper gameplay on the defensive side. And obviously we're going to have to find ways to put up more points against them. We're going to find ways to uh, be successful, especially if we're not at full – systems go yet with our guys again last time we played them last game we were we had we were out two of our top four scorers so we would love to have them back but if we don't we've got to find a way to to get that offensive production we've got to lock in better on defense so that is my can't wait i can't wait to see how we respond when we play troy and again that game against troy it is coming up, let's see, it will be this Saturday, and we are at home. Big game this Saturday at home. So um, if you can be there, it's at 2.30, 2.30 tip-off, you need to be there. We need a home a home court advantage here. So let's dive on into these basketball teams that we are talking about here. Chuck, tell us a little bit about what's going on with men's basketball. Well, I think you just hit the, uh, you know, gave us a synopsis. Uh, you know, we just won, so it makes us ten and eight on the year so far, four and two in conference, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what all do you want me to go into, Lane? Do you want me to? You're going to go into stats, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll go into stats. Just, yeah, you know, Guys, something I thought. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like you said, uh, just then is is we played without. Tonight we played without two of our, you know, leading scorers on the court. Um, and the fact that we were able to 
stay in the game, much less win the game, says a lot about the guys on the bench. So, mad props to them. But go ahead with the stats, or yeah, well, like when you the the curious case with our men's basketball team is we're like Jekyll and Hyde. Honestly, we are. It's like watching two different teams play in the same season. <laughs> like you see flashes of how good we could be, and then we just lay an egg against somebody. So, case in point here, we drop one to Georgia Southern, a team that we definitely should have beaten earlier in the year. We dropped it. It was actually our first. I mean, I'm just going back and just looking at our, uh, just looking strictly at our conference games our first conference game was against a georgia southern team that had not won a game yet and we lost to them all right and so not only lost to them we got blown out by them we got beat by 20 points by them then we get on a roll we win three games in a row including knocking off an undefeated james madison team and we're rolling right It, it looks good and then all of a sudden we get blown out 82 to 56 by troy now, a good thing is we bounce back and we answer by beating Arkansas State tonight, and now we get a second crack at Troy at our place. But it's just it's like Jekyll and Hyde, man. And you mentioned we do have some top scorers that are out right now. When you look at the team, our leaders in scoring, uh, our top dog is Austin Crowley. He's averaging 15.6 points a game. He's our top scorer. Uh, he's a special player for us. After him is Victor Hart. Guess what, Chuck? Victor Hart is injured, right? So we've been without him some. Then you got Donovan Ivory coming in at 12 points a game. Then Andre Curbelo, 12 points a game. Andre Curbelo, who is currently hurt, right? So we were without two of our top four scorers for some of these games that we lost. But still, we got to find a way. So those are some of our leaders on the scoring side of things. Our top rebounder is, uh, when you look at it, guys, our top rebounder on the season is Victor Hart. It's not even really close. He's a Victor Hart really, in my opinion, is the one that makes us go. I know I love Crowley. I think he's a great player. I think he's really, really good. Curbelo is really, really exciting to watch, but Victor Hart genuinely when you look at points and rebounds and everything else he is a complete player and i think we've got to have him healthy and ready to roll especially down the stretch here as we get prepared to go to pensacola for the tournament so let's head on into lady eagles basketball here austin give us a rundown i want you to start us out austin tell us about what lady eagles basketball has meant to you and your family, because you guys are at every single game. You don't miss. So tell us a little bit about it. Man, last year, whenever my daughter was about five, we went to a camp there. And one of the little two-day camps that, that they do, they do several camps throughout the years, like a few full-day ones. And then sometimes just like two hours at night on a school night during the year they do camps and man the players just engaged with my daughter and loved on her and we would see them at football games and they tell her hey and they'd see her in public and you got to think about it for her to walk into a restaurant and they say hey sadie and and ask her how she is that's the equivalent of me walking into a restaurant 
with and Brett Favre and Tom Brady asking me, saying my name and asking how I am. These are girls that she sees on TV. Whenever I'm at home and I'm watching an away game on ESPN, she's seeing these famous girls and she talks to them. So, and I, it's just a high, getting a high five from them. And they're, the team is so good with kids. And so that took us in. And just by chance, Joy Lee McNellis's granddaughter was in my daughter's kindergarten class. So we said, all right, we'll go. It was really nice of the girls during the camp. It was, and now we have this friend. So we'll go watch. And man, we just became, I became addicted to watching the sport and watching the games and following the team and seeing how well they did. And then the kids have an absolute blast at every game. Coach Lee, Coach Joy Lee McNellis wants every child in Reed Green Coliseum to be on the court during player introductions and to come play basketball and shoot around after the game. Every single kid. You'll actually see her sometimes while they're introducing the other team. She'll be over there on the side pointing at kids in the stands, telling them to come down and get high fives. And, man, they and even whenever they rolled out a few players last year and brought in some new ones, that culture stayed the same. These girls are so polite. They're so polite to the whole community. You'll see them for – sometimes I'll just watch them for – you know, for 30 minutes after the game, they'll get bombarded by all kind of fans of all ages and tie, every different types of people. And they sit there and yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. And thankful and take kids and, and, you know, dribble the basketball with them. So they're just, they're such a good group of girls. Joy Lee McNellis builds that culture to make great human beings first and then exceptional basketball players. And that that's why we love it. And I encourage anybody who has young kids to come out there and let them get on the court and run around and have fun with the kids and uh, experience the – and if you love athletics like I do, you'll enjoy these games. I mean, they – these girls play so tough and they're so skilled. Uh, even the teams they bring in, um, so much talent in the Sun Belt, and it's a lot of fun watching Oh, yeah, man. It's fun to watch. They're a fun crew to watch. Um, when you look at our Lady Eagles, guys, they, uh, let's see here, they just beat South Alabama. Big win there. But before that, we were kind of on a little bit of a skid. You know, Austin yeah. mentioned earlier, right? We had, what, one conference win, Austin? Yeah, that's right. So we started yeah. out 7-0, and and win number seven was against – ranked Ole Miss at home so we came off this huge high and now now so we were seven and oh and now unfortunately we're eight and seven so we did we did have a long skid so we had a a good win against South Alabama a tough South Alabama team the other day they got some yeah I think two girls that are about six five and very athletic they they were good so like what you're hearing here listeners it's not a it's not a misread here we won seven, lost seven, and just won one more. Oh, so yeah. now, I mean, it's crazy how it's happened. So but, uh, one that, in, that's what one I was four. referring to earlier and what I'm looking forward to. I'm seeing if we can get back into our early season routines and, yeah. and get back to playing like that to go into Pensacola with that mindset. Yeah, I mean, I, it got to the point. I just started asking, what's going on? It's like we just hit a funk, you know, and we just couldn't get out of it. So. Yeah. 
Hopefully the South Alabama win will turn it a little bit. Hope so. So for that to happen, guys, just running out some stats here to you, some key players here to you. Dominique Davis. I feel like I've talked about her every single episode for like two years now, Chuck. <laughs> but Dominique Davis is guys. I can't put enough emphasis on what she means to Southern Miss athletics. She is truly, I think, one of the best, if not the best, women's basketball players we've ever had come through here. Like, guys, listen to this right here. Dominique Davis right now is leading our team in the following categories. Minutes played, field goals made, three-pointers made, free throws made, total points scored, uh steals yeah that's it but that's a lot right like so she's leading the team in every one of those categories she's averaging 21 points a game almost 22 points a game here um 27 steals on the year leading the team in that category she's just a jolt of electricity when she's on the floor and we've already mentioned the Hattiesburg High School pro- uh product Malia Grayson She's second on the team in scoring, and she leads the team in rebounds. So those two have been the two that really, really have kind of driven this team early on. And then we already mentioned Malia having those two big games the past two, especially the one that kind of broke the streak here. Um, I think it's going to have to start with those two, and then they're going to have to get help from some of these others like Morgan Seeper, the freshman who can drain threes like nobody's business. Jacoria Bracey, it's going to have to – we're going to have to get some valuable minutes out of her. Brickayla Gray is another one. That Lonnie Cornfield, that's enough. I mean, they've got some exciting players here. We just got to get out of the funk here, right, Awesome. That's it. That's it. Whatever – I don't know enough about what it could be, the locker room or – or just a just a funk and and not playing the teams the way we should be playing them. But yeah, we we we've seen all both basketball men's and women's come out of grooves like this and do well. So they are yeah. definitely so talented and and definitely they they have a great makeup of a lot of people that can rebound and a lot of people that can shoot. So they put all that Phil. together. You feel like basketball is kind of like baseball and that so much of it rides on momentum? Oh, absolutely, man. You know, Reed, like, Reed, I, Reed Green can – I mean, even Ole Miss. I mean, we, we didn't, I mean that, that game was back and forth momentum, and we ended yeah. up winning at the last second. But, oh, but big time. I just feel like – Football, you can kind of muscle your way out of a momentum situation, you know. But like baseball and basketball, when that when the crater starts rolling downhill, it's hard to stop, man. It's like Indiana Jones with that boulder in the movie, right? I mean, you can't stop it. It gets 100%, to rolling. 100%. It's tough. And so, guys, look, catch the Lady Eagles. We we are in a great part here this next week in that. We have Southern Mitt. The Lady Eagles are home tomorrow, which will be Thursday. So it'll probably be today if it drops quick, if it drops by tomorrow. But don't, Thursday don't night. Don't try to figure that out, Lane. I'm, Y'all should have seen Lane. You should have seen Lane's doing math. Look like he was having a stroke trying to yeah. think. Let me, let me stop. All right. They play Thursday night, 6 o'clock p.m. at Reed Green. The Lady Eagles do. 
then they play Saturday. So Saturday the 20th, guys, you're hearing this right. We have two home games, one for men's and one for women's. The women's game tip-offs at noon. Men's game tip-off is at 2.30. Go catch a full afternoon of Southern Miss basketball. So they play Louisiana Monroe. That is this Saturday the women do. So the men play Troy. So that's about it for the roundup on men and women's basketball. I'm going to give us a quick update on all other sports here. I already mentioned our success with track and field. Um, You know, guys had two school records set. Um, Just a great, great job by them. They also had six other wins where they came in first in certain categories. You know, track meets, man, there's so many different events happening but they had six other first place finishes there it was just a good day for them uh we already mentioned that success but guys they're hoping to build off of that because they on january 19th they head to vanderbilt for the vanderbilt invitational so that'll be a good one there that's january the 19th obviously once that happens we'll give everybody the update on what all happened in the coming weeks here and then men's tennis has their first uh match coming up january the 20th at two o'clock versus north dakota so and chuck it is really really cold to be playing tennis (laughs) it is very cold to be playing tennis (laughs) i hope it warms up man for their sake i hope it warms up by saturday Mm -hmm. because that is this saturday so that's about it on the roundup uh austin is there anything else you wanted to talk about or leave with the listeners no get out and uh support these eagles go get to get to the basketball games 30 minutes early come down by the entrance where the players enter and exit and high five the players and then go out on the court for the national anthem and player introductions and start gearing up for baseball get your life right Get your get it on your schedule. <laughs> get your priorities straight. Yeah, yeah we got the priorities straight. I mean, I don't know what happened in that field house whenever the D one baseball top twenty five came out the other day and Southern Miss wasn't listed, but I bet I bet they were laughing at that. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for them to shuffle that top twenty five around the first week or two. And man, like. Chuck, we hadn't done a preseason primer for baseball yet. We have It's coming. It's coming, guys. We've got it in the talks. We're already working on it. We got it coming. I don't want to tell too much extra other than that. But, guys, I'm really – I'm cautious, but I'm optimistic, very optimistic about this season in baseball. Like, I'm excited. Like, I'm really excited. Me too. And I want them to come out – our young people from last year, the transfers we got. I'm yeah. Like, and the players I've talked to, like I'm not going to give specifics, but they're excited too. Like they believe in what's about to happen. And guys, I just hope they come out with the biggest chip on their shoulder after those baseball rankings came out and uh-huh. just get after people. It's a bad day to be a baseball with Slade Wilkes at the plate when he's mad. <laughs> you know, and that's – I just hope that's what I see. Yeah. So, Chuck, anything else we need to cover before we wrap this thing up? No, I think that's it. Go check out the First Pitch Banquet. Buy some tickets. Uh, If I think about it, I'll try to share that on Facebook, our Facebook page. Uh, 
definitely come out and support the men and women's basketball this weekend. Um, lift up the Kirk family. Elaine's got, he's holding up a finger. He's got one more thing. Mailbag questions. Send them mailbag. in, people. Yeah, we Let's didn't get the mailbag. mailbag going. Let's get the mailbag back up. We hadn't, and going. We hadn't heard her from our friend Little Debbie in a while. So if, if he, she, it is still out there. Little uh, Debbie, if you're out there, <laughs> send speak. us a question. Yeah. Lane has missed you. I have. But uh, thank you, Austin, for coming on. Thank you, Pate, for making us sound and look good. Uh, some of us better than others. Uh, but <laughs> until next time, we will talk to you then. Southern Miss to, to the, the top. Thank you for checking out the Everyday Eagles podcast. The podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Be sure to subscribe and follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and share this podcast with a fellow Golden Eagle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. To learn more about the podcast or to inquire about being a guest on the show, visit our website at edepodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.